Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Check this out. (laughs) On this episode, what I want to do is I want to go back. Uh, I'm going to go back to the college days, more specifically my college days. Um, As many of you know, or maybe you don't know, I don't know how you would know at this point, but maybe you might be a new listener. Uh, I attended the great, the illustrious South Carolina State University, uh, where I was an undergrad there from 1991, and I graduated December 14th, 1996. Um, yeah, it took me five and a half years to graduate, but damn it, I got it done. <laughs> um, if you're familiar with this podcast, you know that I talk uh, always glowingly about my university and my times there because it was great times. Plus, it was the 90s. We wild out in the 90s. We had a good time. Um, but I came to this uh, specific episode because uh, my wife and I, Sharice, we were having dinner the other night at the steakhouse and uh, we were just talking and just kind of reminiscing or whatever. We met in college. And so, you know, I married my college sweetheart, if you will. And we've been married at the time of this recording 23 years, right? So we were talking and I said something to the point of like, remember when we couldn't afford to like even dream about going to a restaurant? And we kind of laughed because, you know, when you're in college, you're broke college kid. At least I... I was a broke college kid. Now I'm a broke adult. <laughs> I'm not independently wealthy like some podcasters that I know. Uh, shout out to Germ um, and Dolomite and Baylor. Um, and Eclectic, but I digress. Um, but yeah, we were talking and it just kind of reminded me of the times of, you know, being a broke college kid or whatever like that. And then I started thinking about like some of the places that we went and some of the places where I went and ate and partied and it didn't really cost a lot of money you know i it's been a minute since i've been in a club but i would venture to say and this is just a guess i don't know because i haven't been in a club in 2023 right but i would venture to guess that it probably costs more than five dollars to get in a club wherever you go to clubs at i mean i don't i don't know what city you're in but I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take a wild guess. I don't think wherever you party, it costs five dollars. I think it's probably a little bit more than that right now. Um, but that was the beauty of being in college. You know what I'm saying? Things were inexpensive. So what I did was I the conversation kind of spawned me into this thought process of this particular episode of some of the best places to eat. And party at while in college. Now, every college is different. If you go to FAMU, which is in Tallahassee, you go to Howard, which is in DC. If you go to, I don't know, the University of Michigan, which is in Ann Arbor, um, you know, your experiences might be a little different. And you know what? What I would do is I would like to implore all of you, especially my fellow podcasters, uh, do this episode. Tell us where you ate and where you partied at and how much money you spent. I think it makes for a great uh, episode. But anyway, I digress. Uh, So I'm going to give you 
uh, my top five. But before I give you my top five, and these are in no particular order, let me give you some honorable mentions. Uh, <laughs> honorable mention. Um, this place called China, and all of these restaurants are in the city of Orangeburg, uh, in Orangeburg, South Carolina, where South Carolina State is located. Uh, South Carolina State is located in Orangeburg, and right next door is Claflin University, which is basically we're separated by a fence. Um, so first up, and these are in no particular order. One of my favorite places to eat, this place called China Kitchen. Uh, it's on Chestnut Street in Orangeburg. Um, China Kitchen was always dope, man, because like they they had this shrimp fried rice that was crazy. The shrimp fried rice was impeccable. One of the best places I've ever had shrimp fried rice. And the thing that I love about that was that like they used to give you this little red sauce. I don't know what the name of the red sauce was. I used to call it blood sauce. <laughs> I used to call it blood sauce. I'm like, yeah, you mean let me get some shrimp fried rice and some blood sauce. And they'd always look at me crazy when I say that. But um, yeah, man, I love that place. And I'm not even. I'll be honest, I'm very picky because I ate at China Kitchen so much. I'm very picky and very particular about where I eat Chinese food. Like, I don't eat everybody's Chinese food. I'm just saying. Um, but they had the best shrimp fried rice ever. Um, the next place, and ironically, China Kitchen, if I'm not mistaken, is still open to this day. So that mean that means they've been there at least... Gosh, at least 25 plus years, right? Um, the next place is no longer here. It was this burger joint called Central Park. Now, Central Park was, uh, that was on, I think it was Highway 301, I think. I think that's the name of the street. I I, I don't remember names of streets that well. But uh, Central Park was really, really dope. They were kind of on the... They had, I mean, really good thick hand, and I'm a big hamburger fan. Really good thick hamburgers. Um, and Central Park was one of those places where you could get a hamburger just about any time. I think they might have closed at like four o'clock in the morning or something like that. Uh, the fries weren't that good. The fries were kind of trash, actually. But the burgers were the burgers were on point. Um, the next place was probably my favorite burger. I'm, I'm not gonna say probably. It was definitely my favorite burger joint in while in college, uh, and that was Cruisers. Cruisers was also in Chestnut Street, and it's no longer here. Um, man, listen, Cruisers, I don't know what was better from Cruisers. The hamburgers or the lemonade? They had the best, I mean, like the lemonade would make you want to slap your mama. No lie. No lie at all. Um, and the burgers were crazy. I mean, like five guys ain't got nothing on cruisers. Cruisers hamburgers were the shit. I cruisers would close, I think, around 3 a.m. And so we would always like make that mad dash to cruise cruisers. And here's the funny thing: like, cruisers was so good that the later it got, the more cars you see in line. Like it was it was a burger joint, and so I don't even think there was an inside. I think it was I want to say it was, I, I can't re ever remember, and maybe somebody who went to school with me will probably tell me, could we sit inside a cruiser? I've never sat, I don't think I ever sat inside a cruiser. I always went through the drive-thru, but um, it was a true burger joint through and through. Um, the next place uh, that I loved to eat when I was in college 
uh, was also on Chestnut Street. Uh, it's a place called Shoney's. Shoney's is a breakfast bar. Um, but I mean, you could go there anytime. But I mean, Shoney's was known for their breakfast. Uh, shout out to the homie Danny Foxworth. He knows about Shoney's. <laughs> um, it, I think I want to say Shoney's is a Southern thing. Uh, to my knowledge, I think Shoney's is still open in Orangeburg. I'm not really sure because I haven't. I was there for homecoming this past uh, homecoming season, um, but I don't remember driving past it. And I don't. In fact, I didn't drive past it, so I'm not sure if it's still open. But if you ever get a chance to come to the South and you see a Shoney's going there, the breakfast is crazy. Um, and then another honorable mention. Uh, the shrimper. <laughs> oh, that was on uh, what was that? What street was that? Calhoun Street. Calhoun Street. Um, the shrimper was this um, fast food, uh, seafood place. Um, <laughs> listen, I used to eat at the shrimper all the time. I hardly ever paid for a meal at the shrimper, though. And the reason being is because my boy. Uh, my man Mo, y'all know him. He's been on here several times and hosted with me. Um, Mo actually worked at the Shrimper, and between Mo and my boy Robbie Wilson, um, let's just say they gave us food. <laughs> I think the statue is the statue of limitations up. I, I, I hope so. Uh, if the statue of limitations are not up, then all of us going to jail. But um, they they would give us free food, so. Um, I would call Mo. I'd be like, hey, hey. I was like, I'm coming through about 930. He'd be like, all right. And he'd make a little box or whatever like that. I'd drive around in the back. And he just, i stick my hand out the window. He, he'd give it to me and I'd take off. Um, Yeah, the shrimp was, it was dope. I, and I, I think the shrimp went out of business. <laughs> and that might be one of the reasons why. <laughs> but the shrimp was dope. Great food. Uh, and the last honorable mention is uh, Substation 2. Substation 2, to my knowledge, is still open. It was a sub place. Um, I used to always get the number 13, man. Number 13 every single time. Uh, and um, it's a great, great sub, sub, great place to eat a sub. I never, I ain't really do Subway back then. Um, but I mean, the subs were cheap too. So that was, that was another good thing too. So um, yeah, those are, those are my honorable mentions. Now for my top five. And these are no particular order. First up, no, and you know, I think I think I did. I, yeah, I did put them in the, in in order. So coming in at number five, Duke's Barbecue. If I'm not mistaken, Duke's was on Chestnut Street as well. Um, Duke's Barbecue. If you want some barbecue back then, man, listen, nothing was touching Duke's. I don't care about your Kansas City barbecue. I don't care about your. Texas barbecue. I don't care about your Louisiana barbecue. I don't care about none of your barbecues. Nobody was touching Duke's barbecue in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Number four. Number four, Mr. Wings. Uh, Mr. Wings was a <laughs> it's kind of hard to describe. Mr. Wings was a guy who had like a, this little trailer and he actually set up the trailer at the back of our campus. So it was kind of technically on campus. And you could go to Mr. Wings, and I kid you not, on Monday nights, we would go to Mr. Wings for, like, uh, the Monday night special. And, I mean, like, you get, like, 10, 10 wings for, like, $2. <laughs> ten, you get 10 wings, fries, and a drink for, like, two fifty. And this was, like, 95 
I mean, man, you you can't beat that. There's no place in the world where you can get ten wings for two dollars right now. I I don't care. And that it that that doesn't exist these days. Um, but Mr. Wings was really really dope. So they he gets coming in at number four. Uh, number three, the legendary Brown Derby. Um, if you ever come in, the Brown Derby is no longer. And I think I think Duke's Barbecue is still around. Uh, Mr. Wings is no longer around. Brown Derby, I'm sure, is no longer around. But Brown Derby in the 90s, man, listen, you could you could not come to Orangeburg, South Carolina, and not go to Brown Derby. It was the place to be. If you were gonna see any celebrities, and there weren't a lot of <laughs> weren't a lot of celebrities to be seen, but anybody and everybody went to the Brown Derby at least once. If you went to South Carolina State University or Claflin University, and you never went to the Brown Derby, then I, I don't believe any of the stories. Like I, I, you didn't, you didn't live, you didn't go to school. I'm sorry, that's just a, a staple. Um, number two on Calhoun Drive was a place called Quincy's Steakhouse. Quincy's Steakhouse was an all-you-can-eat steakhouse, kind of like the Western Sizzler, I guess, from back in the day. Um, love Quincy's. Quincy's had these big dinner rolls that were incredible probably the best dinner rolls you literally and they kept giving you the dinner rolls over and over and over and they the reason being is they give you the dinner rolls and the sweet tea and you know then you get full and stuff but it was a it was a buffet um it was a steakhouse it was it was um not a steakhouse like you might think but you could pretty much get just about anything in there and um i love going to quincy's quincy's <laughs> quincy's for us would be like a you know i mean it could be someplace where you would take a young lady on a date, honestly. Um, maybe not that, you know, it's not a prestigious place, but I mean, it's someplace you go on a date. Um, and then number one, uh, which is near and dear to my heart, it was on Russell Street. The place is ice cream place called Dairy O's. Dairy O's is the shit. Um, I spent many a dollar at Dario's. Uh, Sharice and I spent a lot of time <laughs> at Dario's. Uh, there would be times where we would just be kind of kicking it on campus and we'd be walking or something and she'd be like, don't you want to go get some ice cream? <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't want no ice cream. She, and she'd look at me and then, you know, with those little googly eyes and I'd be like, come on, girl. <laughs> and so we get in my car and we go to Dario's and we spent a lot of time at Dario's. We would go get ice cream and then walk around. Sometimes we go to the park. Um, good times. And Dario's is relatively cheap. And for anybody like myself who loves a good milkshake or I'm a big fan of strawberry ice cream, Dario's had the best ice cream in the world, uh, in, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, there you have it. My top five uh, Duke's Barbecue, Mr. Wings at four. Number three was the Brown Derby. Number two, Quincy's. And number one, Dario. Now, I will employ anybody that went to South Carolina State University, any of my classmates, any of my friends, any of my teammates. If you see this and you disagree with this, let me know. <laughs> if you've got a better list, hit me up. I, I won't tell you that you're wrong. I won't tell you that you're right either, but it's always good. Maybe there's someplace I'm missing. Maybe there's someplace I didn't visit. But Honestly, in Orangeburg, it wasn't really a whole bunch of places where you could go eat, to be honest. Um, 
so there you have it those are the places the best places to eat while at college now i told you at the beginning i was going to tell you about the best place to eat now i'm going to tell you about the best places to party and these are in no particular order uh first up <laughs> the first place is probably the first well it's no probably it's the place where I went to my first college party, and that is Duke's Gym. Not to be confused with Duke's Barbecue. Duke's Gym was located on our campus. Um, man, so many memories of, of Duke's Gym. Uh, we had so many good parties, and I, I remember probably my favorite party was the um, was the toga party <laughs> in like '92. Man, listen. I came to that party because, like, you had to have on a toga. You had to have on, like, uh, well, it wasn't. I, some people would say it was a toga party. We just, we called it a pajama jam. It was really a pajama jam. So, like, you could either wear a toga or you could wear pajamas. Most people came in pajamas. I personally came in my Fred Sanford house coat. <laughs> Listen, I came to the party. I had no shirt on. I had my Fred Sanford house coat. And underneath my coat, I had some shorts, as a basketball shorts. I had on some short socks and some Jordans. And that's how I went to the party. Now, there were other people that came. Like I said, they were dressed. They had togas. Some dudes who didn't have <laughs> who didn't have pajamas or house coats or anything like that or smoking jackets. Them dudes got bed sheets and wrapped themselves in sheets. The basic thing was like you had to come in bedroom gear. Now, the young ladies, listen, man, it was some, it was some young ladies coming in there, man, with uh, silk pajamas, Daisy Dukes, I mean, oh, basketball shorts, t-shirts, man, listen, now, now keep in mind, I was a freshman, I think, when this happened, so I wasn't married, I wasn't, (laughs) I didn't even have a girlfriend at the time, Uh, let's just say I had a good time that night. I had a really good time that night. Um, the next place where I used to party, we used to party all the time. Um, SHM. Uh, that stands for Smith, Hammond, and Middleton, which is the name of our basketball arena. Uh, we had quite a few parties at SHM. Um, and the arena was named after three students, uh, Smith, Hammond, and Middleton, who were killed in the famous Orangeburg Massacre. Uh, look that up, kids. Look that up. Google it. The Orangeburg Massacre, which happened on the campus of South Carolina State University, I want to say in 69, I think. Um, but yeah, SHM, man. Parties. There were a lot of parties. And I'm trying to think, what's my favorite party at SHM? I had a lot of, I mean, like, we we had a, I can't talk about that one, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say there was a night at SHM where young 12 Kyle might have fallen in love. Maybe, just maybe. I don't know. But I, I have to tell y'all that out there. <laughs> the next place where I used to party, number, and this, this is number three. Um, and then again, these are in no particular order. Uh, this club called Foxy 44. Now, Foxy 44 was, it was, 
Foxy 44 at one point before it became Foxy 44 was a church. <laughs> no lie. Foxy 44 used to be a church. And what had happened was <laughs> they converted Foxy 44 from being a church into a club. Now, I don't know. I never attended Foxy 40 or, or said church that was church before it became Foxy 44. But legend has it. Uh, I want to say the year before I got to, now, I, I arrived at South Carolina State in the fall of 1991. Word on the street is the summer of 1991, <laughs> Foxy 44 used to be a church. I don't know how true that is. I do know this. It was at one point in time a church. And in fact, as you approached Foxy 44 as a building, you could see where at one point there was a steeple, a church, you know, like you have the church steeple, the, the, the joint in the front for those of you who don't go to church. <laughs> so, yeah, Foxy 44 used to be a church. And somehow, some way, they converted it into a club. I don't know if the Holy Spirit was in there. I don't know anything about anything. I'm I'm just going off what I was told, that it used to be a church, and it became a club. And when I tell you this, it was by far the jamminess club you would ever want to be in. I don't care about the Palladium. I don't care about latin quarters i don't care about the tunnel in the 90s foxy 44 was incredible now, i will say this much if you went in foxy 44 you wanted to make sure that you didn't wear your <laughs> you didn't wear your sunday best you didn't wear none of your best clothes because you were literally and figuratively going to sweat it out because it was a sweat box I can tell you unequivocally and proudly, I sweated out many a perm in Foxy 44. <laughs> Man, listen, Foxy 44 was the shit. I mean, like, and here's the funny thing. Like, I would always, I never went to Foxy 44 by myself because I would always go with my teammates, right? And <laughs> because my teammates drank and I didn't drink, I was deemed the designated driver. So it was always funny, man. It was always funny going to Foxy 44. My teammates, they'd be drunk before we got to the club. We get to the parking lot. They want to sit in the car and drink. And I'm like, yo, let's go inside. They're like, nah, man, we got to finish drinking. We got to finish drinking. So then they're telling these lies in the car. It was it was always an adventure. Always an adventure. I told the, the story on here about the time I, <laughs> I drove my teammate, my man Carl, to the, uh, we drove to Foxy 44. He, we drove his car. Well, he drove his car. Now, I was a passenger, and his car was a stick. And somehow the fight broke out in the club, and we got to running out of the club or whatever like that. And we heard gunshots after we got outside the club. And come to find out, Carl was too drunk to drive. So I had his keys. And so I had to drive him. I, me and him had to drive, but we had to get back to campus, but I had to drive his car. Um, and I think I almost tore, I think I probably tore his stick shift up. <laughs> I tore his gears up because I didn't know how to drive a stick at the time. Uh, but we made it back to campus. Um, 
so many memories of Foxy 44. So many memories, man. Listen, I, I ain't gonna tell y'all that. <laughs> Next up, um, the infamous, the world famous fairgrounds. Now, the fairgrounds wasn't your typical or traditional type of club. The fairgrounds was this. <laughs> The fairgrounds was this big ass barn. <laughs> I think it was a barn. I, I, to be honest, to this day, I'm not even sure. I, I think that's the best way I can describe it. It's this big ass barn. Here's the thing about the fairgrounds. There was a light by the DJ booth, and that may have been the only light in the place. So imagine being in this big ass barn music everywhere people everywhere in one light it was crazy um but you know what i always had a good time in the fairgrounds the, the knock on the fairgrounds for me was you couldn't see shit in there like you literally like there would be time there were point there were spots in the fairgrounds where you could go and you literally could hold your hand in front of your face and you couldn't see your hand. It was just that damn dark. And again, this is like 92, 93. Nobody got no cell phone. So we don't have no, I mean, unless you bring a flashlight in there. Um, favorite memory from the fairground actually didn't even include me. Uh, <laughs> a few of my teammates, because <laughs> I played football in college. A few of my teammates got into a fight with some Kappas. Uh, well, you know what? I can't really say it was a fight because they really beat the shit out of all the Kappas. <laughs> Shout out to the Kappas. Hey, man, it, it is what it is. I'm sorry, fellas, that y'all got your ass kicked, but you shouldn't have started. <laughs> um, And last but not least, probably definitely one of my favorite places to be, period, was the Silver Spur. Um, yes, that was the name of the club, the Silver Spur. Um, the Silver Spur, <laughs> the Silver Spur is near and dear to my heart. The Silver Spur was probably the club that was the first club where I would actually go. And it's funny because, like, Sharice and I would go, she would go with her friends, I go with my friends, or I drive and she'd ride with her friends. But, like, we never like went, to, even when we were dating. We never went to the club together. We would always go with our friends. And then like the end of the night, she'd ride home with me. Um, but man, I remember like even before we started dating. And <laughs> this is funny. It never failed. Picture this. It's 1995. You got young, strong, black young men who play football. So we're fit. We're in shape, right? All it would take. All it would take was for you to get a bead of sweat on your forehead. As soon as you got a bead of sweat on your forehead, every dude would take their shirts off. So, I mean, you got you and, and myself included. I ain't even gonna lie. And I mean, like back then, you know, I mean, I got like half a muscle right now. But back then. I mean, I was like muscular because, okay, we playing football. Muscular, abs, you know what I'm saying? Just cut up. And the ladies 
loved it. Man, listen, that probably is not something I would do right now, obviously, even if I wasn't married. There's no way I'm taking my shirt off in the club. But every team, even the, even some of the big dudes, they would take their shirts off and they really probably should have kept them on. <laughs> but listen, man, we we would, that, that was our thing. Like, as soon, and, and like, there was almost a competition to see who would be the first person <laughs> to take their shirts off? Because once one dude did it, every other football player were taking their shirts off. And we had a Thursday night at the Silver Spur were epic. That's all I can say, man. Epic. Um, a lot of great memories. Like I said, Sharice and I spent a lot of time there uh, as a couple. You know, even before I met her, I spent a lot of time. That, that was my spot on Thursday nights. There were times where I would go party on Thursday nights and Fridays, I wouldn't do nothing. But Thursday nights, Silver Spur, if there was a party at the Silver Spur, I was there. Like I wasn't, it didn't matter who was DJing or anything. Like you had to be at the Silver Spur. That was the place to be. Um, So yeah, we to say we got it in, to say I got it in would be an understatement. I mean, like, and here's the thing, like people always say, oh, Especially when you tell them you, where you're going to school when you're a freshman, when you're a high school senior. Oh, you're going to South Carolina State? Oh, that's a party school. Shut up. Every school's a party school. You don't think they were partying at Clemson? You don't think they were partying at University of South Carolina? I know they were. But I tell you what, they weren't partying like this. I will put, I, and you know, sometimes, man, I wish. I really wish. And maybe one of you can help me and, and assist me with this. I wish there was a way for somebody to create a time machine and we just jump back into time. And man, I, I, I would do one more party at the Silver Spur in 1995, 96, 94, 95, 96 at the Silver Spur. I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'd come out my shirt. I'd sweat out a perm or two. <laughs> I'd do it all over again. It was that much fun. And that's what college is supposed to be about. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't just party and just play football. I got my work done. More on that in another episode. But um, it was fun. And, and that's what it was all about. And it helped, you know, mold me into who I became, or who I who I have become. But those humble times, those times of remembering, you know, you know, it's, it's one thing to go to a really nice restaurant now and enjoy a nice meal and have some wine with your wife. But it's also a good thing to, you know, sit back and reminisce about the times when you couldn't afford to or you just made do with what you had and I mean like you know that I think that's one of the beauties of kind of growing as far as Sharice and I how we've grown together in a, as a couple we've kind of grown as kids having met in college and I mean that that's a unique experience in and of itself but we we remember when we didn't have shit like nothing even when we <laughs> Even when we moved out and we got an apartment together, there was nothing in it. I mean, like there was some folding chairs. Like you wouldn't, <laughs> you couldn't just come post up at my, there was no couch. You wouldn't come posing up at our apartment. Um, but it, you know, it just, it, it makes you appreciate the times that you have now. Which, and you know, when you have a nice dinner, like we had that night and you have some wine, you get a chance to kind of reminisce. And I'm glad that I, I'm glad that we reminisced about, you know, where we were and how we came up and some of the things that we did when we were younger. 
because uh, it helped me create this podcast and I'm thankful for that and that's going to do it for me ladies and gentlemen thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast be sure to subscribe to the podcast the podcast drops every Thursday at midnight From time to time we drop bonus episodes on Sundays at midnight be sure to follow on the socials 12 Kyle across the board also the 12 Kyle podcast on Twitter, X, <laughs> Instagram, uh, TikTok. We're now on TikTok. Um, and if you feel happy, if you feel if you feel like you like this story, if you feel like you reminisce with me and you want to contribute to the 12 Kyle podcast, shoot us a couple of dollars. Hit us up on Cash App, dollar sign, T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E. Again, that's going to do it for me. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. And this has been another edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'll catch you guys next time. Five G.